When you really think about this, this is a mind bender. You are his workmanship. That's right. You are God's workmanship. You were created in Christ Jesus before the foundation of this world. He chose you. He has a plan for your life. He has a calling for your life. We're going to talk about that in this edition of the Another Chance Daily Devotion. I'm Brian Sussman. I really hope you're doing well today. And if you're not, I hope you're doing better by the end of this podcast. I want to talk about you. You are his workmanship. But before I do that, I feel compelled to pray. So please join me. Lord, I want to make sure that my spirit is tuned in to your Holy Spirit. Open my eyes, open my ears, open my heart to to whoever you want to say during this short podcast. May those listening be encouraged and may those listening be equipped to serve you better. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. Amen. Well, here's the scripture. It's from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Not that of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not for works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We are his workmanship. I think I'm reminded of this scripture because lately I've been listening to some old songs by an artist named Keith Green. Keith Green was just a... enthusiastic follower of Jesus. He was a Jewish guy, so like me, a Messianic Jew. And he came on the scene in 1977 as a music artist. And his his musical career lasted five or six years before he tragically died in a plane accident. But man, what an impact this guy had on the world. In just that short period of time. I have a dear friend who became buddies with Keith Green. They were both musicians. And from everything my friends ever told me, Keith Green was the real deal. He had a song entitled, If You Love the Lord. And the chorus of the song said this, We are his workmanship, created for good things in Christ. He calls us to offer up ourselves a living sacrifice. That deserves repeating. We are his workmanship created for good things in Christ. He calls us to offer up ourselves a living sacrifice. Wow. That is beautiful. That's what he wants of you. You You are his workmanship, friend. You are his workmanship, created for his glory, created for good things. Oh, he has plans for you, good things in his name. But at the same time, there's a calling here. And the calling is 
He wants you to lay down your life. He can't really use us the way he wants to use us until everything within us is is laid down. Now, I'm not there. I'm in a process. And you're in a process. And this has nothing to do with our works. Because as we just saw from Ephesians chapter 2, this gift of God, this gift of salvation, this gift of grace, this gift that is not of ourselves is from him. There's nothing you can do to attain this. Nothing you can do. This is why my heart breaks when I see, for example, Catholics who jump through all these hoops to try find favor with God. This is why my heart breaks when I think of my Jewish brethren who are stuck in traditional Judaism and, and their hope is, well, if I just do enough good stuff, you know, if I observe the holidays, observe Torah best I can, memorize as much Torah as I can, uh, do some good things for some people here and there, maybe, maybe there will be enough good to outweigh the bad and I'll make it into heaven. No, it's, it's a free gift from God. I want to continue because this, this is powerful stuff. So what does the Lord say? He says, you are his workmanship. So what do we do? If it's not about works, what is it? Well, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, the Lord says this, let your light shine so before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Now, wait a second. You just told me it's not about works. Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. When we're living a spirit-filled life, we are changed from within. And what do those changes look like? Well, it depends, doesn't it? You're no longer the jerk you used to be. You're no longer the stingy person you used to be. You're no longer the short-tempered person. You're no longer the, the alcoholic, the drug addict. You're no longer the womanizer. Whatever it may be, you're no longer that person because you have been born again. You are his workmanship, so let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I'm thinking of my wife. One of the reasons why she came to know the Lord is because her father became born again during her high school years. And she was watching her dad, and, and she thought to herself, who is this man, and what happened to my father? And she was so intrigued that it was one of the things that led her to come to know her heavenly father. And oh, I thank God for that on a regular basis because had she not come to know the Lord, I don't know what would have happened to me. I guess one of the questions we could always ask at this point is, if you were accused of being a Christian in a court of law, would there be enough evidence to convict you? I think that question in and of itself should be convicting for all of us. God has given us gifts. He has given us talents. There is a call in our life. I'm reminded of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 7. There are a diversity of gifts, but the same Spirit. 
There are diversities of ministries, callings, if you will, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. God has called you to something. Maybe it's one of the gifts of the Spirit, pastor, prophet, teacher, evangelist, etc. Maybe there's some type of ministerial gift. Maybe it's a gift whereby you become a very giving person beyond measure. We're all supposed to be giving as believers, but there's something about you that just is over the top when it comes to giving. Maybe it's hospitality. I was not raised in a, in a, in a household full, filled with hospitality. That was completely foreign to me. But you know what? As a believer, I've, I've learned to embrace hospitality as I've watched my wife, who has an amazing gift for hospitality. In terms of giving, I have role models who are givers. I have a friend who, who made lots of money in the Silicon Valley. And I remember him telling me, Brian, there's nothing I like better than making a million bucks and spending it on the mission field. That's an extraordinary giving gift. We are his workmanship. What has he called you to? And because you are his workmanship, what has he created you, specifically you, to do? You are his workmanship. It's, it's a beautiful passage from Ephesians 2. And I've referenced the song by Keith Green, where Keith follows up to say, he's called us to offer ourselves a living sacrifice. That's from Romans 12. In the book of Romans, chapter 12, we read this, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then will you be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. You, my friend, are a living sacrifice. He wants you to live a holy life that is pleasing to God. He doesn't want you to conform to the pattern of this world. The world seems to be going to hell in a handbasket. No, 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 no. That's not your way. Your way is to live the truth. Your way is to speak the truth. And how do you do this? Well, Paul gives us the recipe. Be transformed. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. How is your mind renewed? Well, from listening to podcasts like this. Well, first and foremost, from getting into the Word of God, reading the Word of God, taking time, setting aside precious time. Maybe you're a very busy person and you don't have a lot of it, but spending time on a consistent basis, getting into the Word. It's, it's His Word to us. It's what He's saying to you. It's your user's manual. <laughs> it's, it's your roadmap. However you want to look at it, 
This book is for you. You can be transformed by listening to worship music. You can be transformed by hanging out with trusted brothers and sisters who are on this same path of getting to know him better. Let's take a moment to pray. Father, by grace, you saved us through faith. This is a gift. Oh, thank you for the gift. Thank you for the gift of salvation, God. Thank you for making us righteous. There's nothing we have done to become righteous. No, 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 no. It's it's what you have given to us. It's a gift. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for making us righteous. Oh, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be your workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which you, Lord, prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And Lord, help help our lights shine before this dark world. People are hurting. People are troubled. People just have had it. They're bummed out. They're depressed. Lord, may our light be such that people are drawn to us. And they may even ask us, what is going on with you? Oh, and Lord, what an opportunity to say what's going on with me is him. The one who said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. We pray this in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus our Messiah. And everybody says, Amen. Thank you for joining me on this, the Another Chance Daily Devotional. If you like what you hear, please share this with a friend. More on me, by the way, at briansussman.com. Until next time, God bless you, and God have mercy on the United States of America.